Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 24 of You Got This. I hope everyone's doing well out there yonder. If you're new, I appreciate having you here. And if you're a returning listener, I'm happy to have you back. Just to make sure everyone's up to speed. You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself and the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word U with a Y. But you have permission to make the U whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for therapy. On this podcast, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need it, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well, because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Okay, so I know I say this often, but I'm going to try to breeze through this. (laughs) On this episode, you're going to hear a talk from author and business strategist Carissa Thacker, exploring how to be authentic in a filtered world and why that matters, which of course aligns with the whole theme of this podcast. (laughs) So just to fill you in a bit more on who Carissa is, she's the founder and president of Strategic Performance Solutions Incorporated, as well as the author of The Art of authenticity, which is essentially a guidebook on how to transform your career and life by tapping into your authentic self. Um, In this talk, Carissa speaks from the lens of authentic leadership in the workplace, but the gems she drops are undoubtedly transferable life skills in general. And she's also very witty, (laughs) which made this talk fun to listen to. I really enjoyed her perspective and hearing her speak. Um, But anyway, here I go, (laughs) rambling on. In the spirit of efficiency, I know I said I was keeping the intro short and sweet. So on that note, let's dive in. Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well. I was on the phone with a reporter last spring who was doing a piece on authentic leadership. She says, Dr. Thacker, I see you're a workplace psychologist. What exactly is that? Thinking good morning to you too. (laughs) So I tell her I help people make sense of all the human dynamics in the workplace using the science of psychology. Then she says with just a little bit more cynicism in her voice, With everything going on in the workplace today, why does authenticity matter? I'm thinking I better cut through the psycho babble and get to the point with this one. She's going to be tough. So I pull up my best talk to the press, get to the point persona, and I tell her being real or authentic is clearly linked to three critical skills in the 21st century workplace. Building relationships, creating meaning and purpose, and innovation, none of which can be done by your computer or a robot or even outsource. I can hear her on the other end of my iPhone typing away, click, click, click. I've got her attention. Now, I continue. This 21st century authenticity is not simply being yourself. It is about being your best self. You continually dig down deep and figure out what really matters to you. You don't stop there, though. You act on the things that really matter to you, even if it means doing things that scare you. 
You are constantly evolving with an eye toward being the best possible version of yourself, hence creating yourself. That is the kind of practical authenticity that matters in the 21st century workplace. I'm thinking I told her. <laughs> Things go silent, keyboard and all. Finally, she says, Carissa, I have one more question. What if your boss is authentic and just an asshole? <laughs> we have all had those authentic asshole bosses or peers or even spouses. We have all been there. Here is the reality. There are real assholes out there, authentic assholes, if you will. And there are negative environments, people, and even negative forces in your own head. However, if we look at decades of research in psychology, the underlying reality is that most of us are driven to build close relationships, do meaningful work, and be true to ourselves. The drive to be authentic and express the best of who we are in the world is literally in our wiring. You say, if that is the case, how is it that so many work environments are so negative? How is it that trying to be authentic and, and work toward my best self in my work environment can sometimes feel like trying to defy gravity? The short answer to that question is that those innate positive drives can get short-circuited in all of us, and often do. Here's how it happens. We come into the world with our positive drives toward meaningful work. Bad things happen. We get kicked around. We must adapt to the real world. In our adaptation to the real world, we also armor up to protect ourselves from harm. We all have our own unique ways of armoring up. Let me tell you about one of my ways of armoring up. Three things are absolutely true about me. I am a cautious soul by nature. I've known I was gay since the sixth grade, and I am wildly ambitious. Early on in my career, I made the decision to keep my personal life separate from my business life. I was afraid that my ambitious goals were out of sync with my identity. I got incredibly proficient at the whole avoid the pronouns of he or she thing. That whole pronoun evasion technique can make the simple question of what did you do over the weekend utterly exhausting. Over time, I knew at least 600 ways to avoid being asked if I was married or what my husband did. I was armored up. You see, we are not just wired to be authentic and express the best of who we are in the world. We are also wired to protect ourselves from harm. Our brains are literally designed in such a way that threat screams at us. We all learned some behaviors that are soul-crushing for us, but they work, at least in the short term, and more importantly, they protect us. But that protection has a cost. Those behaviors become patterns over time. You have your patterns, I have mine, and we're armored, off, armored up and off to the negative races. 
Over time, some of our ways of armoring up may not even be adaptive anymore, but we still keep them because they are familiar. They are habits. And yet, we all have moments that are so full of meaning and joy that they take our breath away. Answer the following questions. When do you feel most alive? When do you feel joy? When do you feel a sense of purpose? Those questions are taken from the work of the mid-century psychologist Abraham Maslow. Maslow devoted his life to studying the higher possibilities of human nature. In answering those questions, people always speak of times when they were being true to themselves, times when they were coming from the deepest parts of who they were and accomplishing something that meant the world to them. The plant manager who took a manufacturing plant from the lowest performing plant in a big system to top quartile performance. The spouse who finds the courage to leave a dead relationship. Times when people were coming from the deepest parts of who they were and doing something that really mattered. Moments of authenticity. So how do we get more of that? How do we up our percentage of authentic moments? That question captured my heart and my mind three years ago. I was staring the big 5-0 in the face. For some of you who may not understand, that's 50, 5-0. <laughs> and some of my ways of armoring up that had felt adaptive in the past felt false. The truth was that I longed to have more of those moments so full of meaning and joy that they took my breath away. Those moments are inextricably linked to the practice of authenticity. That is why authenticity really matters. In my own life, I needed to open up and tell my whole story to the people that mattered in my whole life. I started asking myself the same question every day. How can I be more authentic and effective in my real world? My real world that, yes, has authentic assholes, negative environments, my own established habits of armoring up, and incredible possibilities for meaning, purpose, and unbridled joy. My voice trembled as I said to long-term clients, there is something I need to tell you about myself. I am gay and have a partner of 25 years and a wife of three years who is the same person. You see, there's been a few laws that have changed in the last 28 years. Today, I am still a cautious soul. I am still ambitious but I am much less armored up in all kinds of ways. You see, the armor that had protected me from harm had also kept me from deeper, more real connections with other people. I discovered that showing up as your best self or becoming more authentic is an art. No one can tell you how to do it or what it means to be true to yourself. Like any art, it requires focus and deliberate practice. 
But there are two key fundamentals in practicing the art of authenticity to which we must return over and over again. The first fundamental is staying in touch with what really matters. Not because it should matter to you or because you ought to care about it. This is much, much harder than it sounds. It requires slowing down and taking your own measure. Once you know something really matters to you, what happens? Wouldn't it be nice if our brains were also wired in such a way that we would do this contemplation, we would figure out that something really mattered to us, and then our bodies would just start to do it? Not exactly how it works, is it? How many of us know that we really want or need to do something, like write a book, or go to Belize, or start a business? What holds us back? The truth is, we all have a little bit of the cowardly lion inside of us when it comes to expressing the deepest parts of who we are. What if people don't like it? What if it doesn't work? This takes us to the second fundamental in practicing the art of authenticity. We must summon our courage, step up, stand up, and follow through when it really matters. Those are the defining moments of an authentic life. There is no escaping the difficult virtue of courage if you want more of those moments of meaning and joy. Believe me, I tried. How many of you have seen Wicked? It happened BH right before Hamilton, right? I guarantee you haven't seen Wicked as many times as I have. For those of you who don't remember pre, uh, before Hamilton time, Wicked is one of the most successful musicals in Broadway history and is an alternative version of The Wizard of Oz. There are two principal characters in the world of Wicked. One is Glinda the Good Witch, and the other is a character that we all think of as the Wicked Witch of the West, who is named Elphaba in the world of Wicked. The composer lyricist Stephen Schwartz illustrates the courage required to become more authentic in the climactic soul-stirring number that closes the first act. The title of the song is Defying Gravity, and it is by far my best carpool karaoke song. I'm waiting on the call from James Corden of The Late Late Show, but I have conditions. The car must be stacked with Tony Award winners, and I have a, a distinct preference for Kristen Chenoweth. I think even she, she could make even me sound good. As the number begins, Elphaba, who has extraordinary powers of her own, has defied the wizard and it was not well received. Glinda encourages Elphaba to back off and play it safe. Glinda says, just say you're sorry. You can still be with the wizard. It's what you've worked and waited for. Elphaba's response is, I know, but I don't want it. No, I can't want it anymore. Something has changed within me. Something is not the same. 
I'm through with playing by the rules of someone else's game. Too late for second guessing, too late to go back to sleep. It's time to trust my instincts, close my eyes, and leap. It's time to try to find gravity. The tremendous possibility of your life and my life is to become who we truly are. Make your life an authentic work of art. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you've got this. Hey there, welcome to the energy reading for episode 24. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is, these are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you, and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear, and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. Okay, (laughs) energy is all good in my hood. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your side of town, feel free to pause and do what you gotta do and come back when you're ready. It's been a minute since I've used my Onyx Dice gemstones for a reading, so we'll have a bit of numerology incorporated today, and I've already blessed and shuffled the card decks that I'm using for our energy reading. So just a quick shout out to the artists before we get started. We've got the Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Weight and Pamela Coleman-Smith, the Sun and Moon Tarot by Vanessa DeCourt, the Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray, the Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle by Heather Askinasi, the Sacred Destiny Oracle by Denise Lynn, and last but certainly not least, the Wild Unknown Archetypes Oracle by Kim Kranz. All right, folks, let's see what's in the cards for us today. Hello, hello. I am kicking us off. Oh, I just heard one of my dogs bark. So that might happen (laughs) throughout the reading, real life over here. Um, I'm going to kick us off (laughs) with the onyx dice so we can use the numbers to set the tone for our reading. So if you're new, the noise you're hearing in the background right now is me moving around the dice so we get random numbers. And then from there, you're going to hear me doing additional shuffling of the cards. And that's so we get random messages that fly out. And that's what we consider as our guidance from spirit for the reading. So let's see what we get to start from the dice. 
Oh, okay, cool. We have, ooh, we have a repeat. We have facing forward, so toward me. We've got two on the left and two on the right. And then facing upward, we have four on the left and six on the right. I'm gonna start with two since we've got the repeat there. And I think the cool thing here is two plus two is four. <laughs> For anyone who knows basic math. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's kind of cool how you know we have that here with the four facing upward. So two in numerology, that represents partnerships, um, also balance, duality, mirroring, could also represent choices. Um, four, in numerology represents balance, stability, foundations, or it could have to do with building something, you know? And six represents love, harmony, and relationships. So yeah, I, honestly, what I'm getting from this is <laughs> there's something going on where the energy that we're picking up on, maybe it's you or somebody that you're thinking about, but there's, there's some sort of you know, harmony happening, <laughs> I, I think, as it relates to maybe some sort of partnership <laughs> and maybe maybe the foundation, you know, being set for that. Or perhaps the way that this resonates for you is that you're maybe you're working on establishing a stable foundation for a harmonious <laughs> partnership of some sort, you know, a and take it in whatever context it resonates for you. Maybe it's family, friends, work, romantic, but that's what I'm getting from the number so far. Um, again, just to kind of summarize <laughs> in case it's helpful with the repeat of the two, some sort of balance, duality, mirroring, or partnership of some sort. And with the four and the six, um, yeah, some sort of stability or balance, I think, being established so that there can be that six, you know, of, of the love and the harmony and relationships, that, that harmonious partnership with the number two. <laughs> so we'll see with the cards if I'm going in the right direction. <laughs> the cards are going to really paint the picture for us. But that's what I'm getting to start as far as the tone of this reading and what to consider as we go through the cards. Um <laughs> Excuse my fur babies, <laughs> but hey, you know what? That doesn't happen every reading as far as being able to hear them in the background. So if you're a returning listener, you know I take everything <laughs> as something to consider during an energy reading. So perhaps um, for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe whatever message that comes Oh, okay. I'll take that. Maybe whatever messages um, that come through, maybe this is like an announcement <laughs> from spirit. Like this is spirit's way of saying like, okay, like we need for you to like hear this message today loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> so we have from the universal tarot, the page of swords. Um, Swords is air energy. So that has to do with thoughts, mindset, communication. Um, yeah, and the page, I think this might actually be the first reading uh, where we've gotten the, the page. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so this character, I guess you could say in tarot, and so this doesn't, this doesn't even necessarily equate to uh, even a number uh, per se, but I guess just for purposes of this reading, we can kind of say that the page is almost like the number zero, <laughs> kind of like clean slate, just clear, um, pure <laughs> and not even like, you know, pure, pure, like it's, it, you know, because they're it's like, we all go through life, light and dark to everything. Yeah. But it's from that perspective of, I think 
really truly having like an open an open mind <laughs> and so yeah and also with the page of swords this could also indicate some energy here where i, I don't even want to say naive uh, because that would be more of what this card represents if it was in reverse and so if you're new when a tarot card is in reverse, it means that there's some sort of resistance to whatever it means when it's upright. So, you know, not necessarily a negative thing, but often it can go a little bit more in that direction, <laughs> depending on what the card means. And so this is an example where if the page of swords came out and it was in reverse, then this would indicate like naivete, <laughs> someone who's naive. But with the page of swords being upright, this is someone where I, I think there is, you know, sort of a sense of nobility there, <laughs> you know, like in terms of thoughts and mindset and communication, this typically represents someone who is, um, who really just wants the best <laughs> for people. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. Um, and also someone where generally where their mind sort of goes is toward like, you know, like what's right. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm not exactly sure where we're going with this, you know, like with getting the page of swords, and then I'm just looking back at the dice with having the number two and then four and six. Hmm. Maybe the reason why we have the page of swords here is that that four that we have in the dice. And, and again, with two and two also, you know, adding up to four, we could also consider four, you know, being a repeat number in the dice. But I think maybe with this page of swords and I think just being so open-minded, almost like open to any possibility. Yeah. <laughs> that maybe that's how we can take this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe open to the kind of the possibilities as it relates to establishing a, a foundation for some sort of, of partnership in, yeah, yeah. And partnerships, that's actually come up uh, in the past few readings. So if you're a returning listener and, and the way that these readings resonate for you is that, you know, one is a continuation of the other. Just wanted to point that out. Um, but either way, what I'm getting from this so far is positive. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's almost like having a fresh mind or a completely clean slate or fresh start from a mental perspective, perhaps, as it relates to um, some sort of partnership of some sort. I'm going to get into the rest of the cards because I don't even know if I'm on the right track. <laughs> and these can take us in a completely different direction. Um, yeah, let's see what we get from the sun and moon tarot. And then I'll go into the oracle. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about this page of swords. I don't know if I'm on the right track. <laughs> I'm intuitive, but my intuition is telling me I need to clarify this a little more. <laughs> so let's see what we get from the sun and moon tarot. Ooh, okay, we got one card and that is the strength card. Okay, this card's come up um, in a previous reading recently as well. Maybe even the last reading. <laughs> I can't remember in this moment, but I know it, it, it's been recent. And so again, if you're a returning listener and see this as connected, definitely interesting. Um, 
Yeah, and with the strength card being here, this is Major Arcana. So if you're new, just to make sure that you're up to speed, <laughs> there's Major Arcana and Minor Arcana in Tarot. And so the Major Arcana cards are like the major themes um, that you can get from a tarot deck. And so in this case, since we have Major Arcana with the Strength card, this Page of Swords is Minor Arcana. And so this is more of like a, a descriptor. Um, or the way that we could take this is at like, this is just a major clarifier <laughs> from the sun and moon tarot of what we got from the universal tarot being the page of swords. And so maybe, I mean, I, what I'm getting from this with the strength card is there's some sort of strength uh, establishing a strong foundation. And perhaps this is establishing a strong mental foundation for the purposes of being in the number six of love, harmony, relationships, and then there's the number two. Um, but, but something that has to do with, it, or this could be a message from spirit of like the, having the mental strength to, to kind of be in that page of swords, or it's taking strength for you or whoever you're thinking about um, to be in that page of swords energy. Let's see what we get from the angels and the ancestors. Yeah, it's mental foundation, mental strength. Maybe the fact that we have two is a repeat. And I mentioned like duality, mirroring. So maybe there are two energies here, both kind of going through this in their own way, you know? Yeah, maybe this is a message from spirit that it takes, it, it, it will take strength if you're not there yet, or if you are there, this is a reminder. It takes strength to be in that page of oops, swords. <laughs> Almost dropped the whole, whole thing. Um, I think in order to maintain or build a foundation that will um, allow for love, harmony, relationships, partnerships, yeah. Okay, from the angels and the ancestors, we got two cards. We got the guardian angel, you are not alone, and the broken arrow, embrace the energy of peace. Hmm. I see this broken arrow card as really tying in with the page of swords as far as embrace the energy of peace. <laughs> and, you know, I mentioned um, for the page of swords, really kind of almost being like that clean slate, you know? And so I think that's really interesting. And yeah, uh, you know, perhaps that really does take strength. Um, that's relatable. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure many of us tuning in can think of um, any dynamic, again, can be in any context that it resonates for you, but maybe there's been a situation or like maybe you're in it now or it's something that you're thinking about where <laughs> um, you have had to be in that page of swords in order to like maintain uh, stability. <laughs> yeah, in order to maintain that harmony. And so maybe with this guardian angel card of you are not alone, I see this as tying in with the strength card, to be perfectly honest. Um, 
like using like knowing the fact that there's this this guardian angel and that you're not alone using that to fuel you or give you the strength to be in this page of swords energy of keeping the peace <laughs> yeah yeah and perhaps all of this is coming out from the cards right now as a message from spirit because this is what's required in order to maintain some sort of relationship in whatever context that resonates for you. Um, I got a cough. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, okay. The fact that I had to cough there, I think I might be onto something. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what we get from uh, the Daily Crystal Inspiration cards. Yeah, it does take strength sometimes to keep the peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, you know what? That's actually the underlying message I'm getting from all of this so far. Like with the dice, along with all the cards that came out, like simply put, keeping the peace. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Almost dropped all those. Okay, but we got one card that came out from the Daily Crystal Inspiration and it is Malachite. It's time to transform. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so this could be a message from spirit, a, a loving message, you know, with <laughs> just that nudge, that push where if this energy of keeping the peace isn't where you're at currently, maybe you want to start to get yourself there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this could be a message from spirit that this being in that mindset of that page of swords, as well as the broken arrow, embrace the energy of peace. That probably does require strength, <laughs> like this major arcana card that we got from the sun and moon tarot. And then we've got the guardian angel card you are not alone so yeah and I think also with the like it's time to transform perhaps what we're picking up on is whether it's you or whoever you're thinking about perhaps this is already happening or it's forthcoming but there is some sort of a transformation to get to that place of embracing the peace in order to maintain the stable foundation and the harmony in the relationship. And I think the going back to the dice, the fact that we have the two as the repeat, uh, what I mentioned a little bit earlier was that's putting, you know, making me lean in the direction that maybe this could be multiple energies that we're picking up on. And that's why I'm even more like, oh, wow, like this is a partnership of some sort. And that's been a theme <laughs> in uh, the last couple of readings. So it's just interesting to kind of think about all those factors. Um, Again, maybe it's happening now or it's forthcoming, but maybe the parties involved in their own way, <laughs> like this is a message from spirit where it's like, y'all need to like consider this <laughs> in order to maintain the peace <laughs> in that relationship. Again, whatever context that it resonates for you, but Malachite, it's time to transform. <laughs> so if you haven't been doing what you gotta do to keep the peace yet, <laughs> now's a good time to start, yeah? Um, okay. I'm going to go with the sacred destiny cards next, and then close us out with the wild unknown archetypes. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're new, when the cards take a while to come out <laughs> when I'm shuffling, the way that I take that is that like it could be a message that whoever whatever energy we're picking up on, maybe it's it's been a little it's taken a little bit <laughs> for it to sink in. Um it could also indicate that patience is required, you know, maybe with this Malachite card, it's time to transform the, oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> like how long the cards took to come out from the sacred destiny. It could be, you know, a message from spirit of like it, like transformation sometimes, like it, it takes time. So be patient with yourself, you know, <laughs> or be patient with, with others. So like I mentioned, like keeping a peace um, in some sort of partnership or relationship dynamic, like maybe patience is required, um, for that transformation for your, for yourself or, or the other person. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm making sense. Anyway, <laughs> we got three cards from the sacred destiny and those cards are thriving, courage, and delight. Um, oh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like this, these actually tie in quite well with the whole keeping the peace theme. <laughs> um, I'm going to focus, actually, I'm feeling called to focus on the courage card first, because I do feel like that ties in quite well with the strength card from the sun and moon tarot and the guardian angel. You are not alone from the angels and the ancestors. So yeah, yeah, those, those two cards Strength plus guardian angel, like that equals equals courage. I think as far as having that courage to to keep the peace and having the courage to to transform, I think, in order to keep the peace. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like with the thriving card and the delight card, <laughs> as well as the courage card, you know, I'm I'm actually say all three of those. I, I do feel like with it's time to transform that we just got from the daily crystal inspiration. That's what these cards mean. <laughs> Delight, courage, thriving. That's that, you know, that that's growth. <laughs> that's having a transformative experience. And so perhaps this could be a message from spirit. Like if you do the, the work, <laughs> you or whoever you're thinking about, or if the work is done, that's required in order to keep the peace, the result of that, the sacred destiny of that <laughs> is going to be thriving, courage, delight. But again, I think the reason why I felt kind of called to focus on this courage card and even separate it a little bit um, from the other two cards, which are thriving and delight is that, you know, it's a message from spirit that it's going to take courage to get there. <laughs> It's going to take courage to get there. Um, and sometimes it does take courage to keep the peace. Oh, and yeah, with my dog, <laughs> there we go. That's an announcement. <laughs> sometimes it takes courage and strength to keep the peace. But with this guardian angel card, again, you are not alone. And so I, that, I think that's just a loving message from spirit as far as like being the bigger person. Yeah, being the bigger person, that it's it's challenging, but again, Malachite, it's time to transform. It it's transformative. It it's the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, that page of swords energy. That yeah, that's something that I mentioned at the very beginning. It, a lot of that is about kind of that purity of thought as far as just that automatic, you know, where your mind is going. It's it's really about kind of doing the right thing and being on a clean slate. Yeah. Okay. 
my dog's going off. I have two dogs. And that's, that's my little one, my, my older dog, but smaller dog <laughs> going off right now. Okay, so let's close out with the wild unknown archetypes. See what our final message or message is from spirit are going to be. And then we'll, oh, that was quick. And then we'll call it a day. Um, oh, interesting. So the card that came out is the judge. <laughs> this ties in. I, I think this ties in quite well with the other cards. And this is a. I think this is actually a pretty like kind of clever place <laughs> for spirit to close out this reading for us because it is almost like it, it's almost like this judge card being here. It's like it could be kind of like judgment energy of sorts, <laughs> like maybe, you know, like this judge that's here could be part of what hasn't kept the peace <laughs> previously. Um, ooh, or just as I'm looking at the other cards, this judge card could be a message from spirit of like, cause often quite often what this card represents in the wild unknown archetypes, it, it's almost like kind of like fate outcomes. Um, what this could be, I'm actually going to take a step back and take back what I said, because I actually don't even think this is like judge or judgmental energy, but the fact that I was called to say it, maybe that resonates for you, but I'm actually feeling like, the judge card being here is almost like spirit saying, you know, like, like keep the peace <laughs> for the sake of this, you know, relationship partnership, because from, from a universal perspective, I think from an outcomes perspective or, or karma <laughs> perspective, a positive, negative, neutral, um, you know, for the karma, um, I think keeping the peace is what's going to help ensure that the outcome you get from whatever situation that you or whoever you're thinking about is going through that's requiring the transformation in order to maintain the peace. Um, it's going to lead to the delight and the thriving and, you know, the courage, all that that came out from the sacred destiny. Um, yeah, but you got to but you got to do the right thing. Yeah, there's there's some energy here about how in whatever context, whatever situation, keeping the peace means that you or whoever you're thinking about is going to be doing the right thing. And doing that in and of itself, perhaps like there's some sort of cha like challenge there, like it's going to require strength. And there's this loving message here of you are not alone. And also Malachite from the Daily Crystal Inspiration, it's time to transform. So that's why I'm saying like, okay, Whoever we're picking up on, maybe this isn't where that energy started, but it's where they're going. And I actually mentioned this last reading. We're all learning and growing as we go. And so that's the positive thing. Like that's the direction that it's moving in. Or this is a loving message from spirit that something to consider. <laughs> consider going in that direction. Um, because if you do, it will improve the quality of your relationships, whether it's a specific partnership that we're picking on in this reading, or it has to do with your relationships in general. It's healthier if it's established on a foundation of peace. <laughs> yeah. And it takes strength to do that. It, it really does. Um, 
and it takes courage. <laughs> so we had strength in the sun and moon tarot and then courage from the sacred destiny. It, it, that's what it takes sometimes in order to keep the peace. There, yep, there goes my dog again. So I'm, I must be on to something. <laughs> and so, yeah, again, with this final card, the judge from the wild unknown archetypes, it's almost like, it's almost like you can consider the judge like universe higher power, you know, where it's like, if you do that, you're going to be rewarded with the delight and also with the thriving, you know, as it relates to to the the quality of your relationships, I guess we could say. Um, OK. I don't know if any of that made sense to y'all. Um, <laughs> hopefully at least some of it did. <laughs> yeah, I hope this was helpful for whoever needed to hear it. Um, if none of this resonated for you, that's quite all right. It just means that this reading wasn't for you. And at the very least, maybe it gave you some insight into what somebody that you know is experiencing. But in general, I feel like this is actually, um, this is a valuable message for any of us <laughs> to hear. Um, Cause I, yeah, yeah, I think it's conflict. It, it happens. It's inevitable. And so I really do feel like this is a loving message from spirit where it's just a reminder <laughs> to, to keep the peace. And it's not even just about keeping the peace for it, for other people, because who's going to benefit the most from that is going to be yourself, you know, if this reading resonated for you or if it's for somebody that you're thinking about, just know for that person, <laughs> if they embrace sort of that mentality of, of peace, um, that that's going to really lead to just overall feeling better <laughs> as far as what, you know, your connections with others, um, look like, feel like, etc. Okay. I'm going to end it here. <laughs> <laughs> and let y'all go on about your day. So thanks for tuning in. Um, really appreciate it. And no matter what you got going on, just know that you got this. <laughs> Talk soon. <laughs>